It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Buenaventura, Colombia. So full of sin that the priest had to go around every street, sprinkle holy water around the entire city. Ryan O'Reilly of the St. Louis Blues, Varna native, going to be bringing the Stanley Cup to Huron County. He has a huge vessel with him. He's going to be making his way across Ontario's west coast. Why not fill Lord Stanley's Cup with holy water? Yeah, it starts in Seaforth. He can hit up Venastra, Clinton. Holmesville needs it. Damn. There's a lot of sketchy stuff going on in Huron County. Maybe we need a bit of a cleanse. I'm wondering, though, if Lord Stanley's Cup may have like a weird effect where it doesn't cleanse you of sin, but makes you like a good hockey player like Ryan O'Reilly. So instead of like splashing you and you're relieved of your sins, maybe you just grow a nice beard. You lose one of those front teeth like Ryan O'Reilly. Instantly. You become an amazing hockey player. (laughs) There'd be more Stanley Cups coming to Huron County. Facebook event page. Millions who have signed up to go storm Area 51. It's where they keep the aliens in Nevada. Let us see them aliens, the Facebook page says. They can't arrest us all. Yeah, they can. It's the American military. This thing's gone so viral that even companies are now getting involved. Including beer makers. Bud Light. They want to be the first beer that the aliens drink. If the aliens do escape from Area 51. (laughs) They even made a special can. You think if aliens had the technology to travel from the vast (laughs) reaches of our universe, come to to Earth, get captured, and then when they're finally released, have a Bud Light? No, the aliens would eventually leave and probably kill us if we serve them Bud Light. Probably. What? No cowbell. Shoot us into oblivion. I love a good malicious compliance story like this one. Mom, on vacation, stressful enough going out to a restaurant with your kids. She's got a baby, two four-year-old twin boys. This sounds like a horror movie. And then she decides to breastfeed her baby in the restaurant. Baby's hungry. When the baby needs to eat, the baby needs to eat. It doesn't matter where you're at. Some guy comes up and asks her to cover up. Excuse me, ma'am. I noticed you're breastfeeding. Could you please cover up? So she covered up. Oh, oh, did she cover up? She took the blanket, put it over her head. Yes, <laughs> she uh, she covered up, man. You want me to cover up? There we go. Boob fully out for everybody to see feeding the kid. And there's a photo circulating. I love that. Oh, that's awesome. How dare they go up to a, a woman and say that? I, I can't even imagine if yeah. someone did that to my wife. I'd be like, excuse me? Expect you're... to catch some heat, man. So you're allowed to eat in this restaurant, but my baby can't? Are you kidding? me my baby who needs food stories making me hungry oh, by the way yeah need a big glass of milk very hot in Huron County how hot is it Matt it's so hot the hipsters in Bayfield don't feel like smoking their hemp socks oh it's so hot people are going to gateway casinos just for the free drinks it's so hot in Huron County people are purposely going to Tim Hortons for the lukewarm coffee <laughs> it's so hot my fan needs a fan it's so hot in Huron County, White Church is formally changing its name to Tan Church. <laughs> it's so hot in Huron County, we're all considering moving below into the salt mine. It's so hot in Huron County, Matt. South Huron is giving sunscreen to the white squirrels in Exeter. <laughs> it's so hot, Ryan O'Reilly is making giant ice cubes with the Stanley Cup. It's so hot in Huron County, Matt. Walmart shoppers are now wearing pajama shorts. Whoa! Must be hot. That's real hot. It is going to be 
hot. They're calling it a heat dome. It's a heat dome. It's a dome of heat. It's over top of us right now. It's scary. Stop yelling. I don't like these terms. You're freaking me out, man. It's when there's strong areas of high pressure. Acts as a lid, trapping the heat and humidity from escaping. As the hot air reaches the upper levels of the atmosphere, it sinks back down to the surface of the earth, which creates even hotter air. It's like a frying pan. Yeah. Huron County is the egg. The sun would be the heat that's under us. And then the the heat dome is the lid of the pan. Exactly what it feels like too, doesn't it? It's a heat dome. Like you might as well be sitting on a frying pan. But if it's a, actually a dome, does that mean I could get in my car and just keep driving until I'm out of the dome? Yes, that's exactly what it means. I know what I'm doing this afternoon. Tourists flocking to the Pembina River to tube on it. They thought that the river went in a circle and it would come right back around to their car. Police had to tell them, no, that's not how rivers work. We're tired of rescuing you <laughs> 70 miles away from where you started because some, you got lost. Seven hours down the river, some of them. Good Lord. And this was happening regularly. So, but some people just don't know. I remember I used to work at Falls Reserve and Ben Miller, family from the city, camping there. And they thought that they could cut down the forest, the trees on their campsite to burn. You can't cut down the trees. That's not how you do the campfire. But there's woods all over the place. There's there's trees everywhere. What do you mean? Like, Look at all the free wood. No, seriously, they were like, well, what's the big deal? There's wood everywhere. Everyone knows a fresh cut tree. That's not going to burn anyway. And you would think you would know this even if you lived in the city, wouldn't you? I don't know, man. You don't cut down trees. You wouldn't do that to your neighbor's yard. I mean, you, you kind of, like my girlfriend's dad will split wood. He'll spend a weekend splitting wood. You see, you drive down any Huron County road, you're going to see firewood for sale. It's a common thing that if you need firewood, you either make your own or you buy it from somewhere. It's common in the country, but in the, you don't see those wood for sale signs in the city. And I come from the city. I never saw those things. Well, and it's like why we have to put up more signs around. Um, Tobamori has done actually a great job of this. They Starting in 2015, they've had hundreds and thousands of tourists. They had to change the entire town, paid parking, put signs everywhere, reminding people, uh, to pick up dog crap, like just basic things which we know here that a lot of people weren't following. Portable so. Johns too. Yeah. People were just doing their business on the trail. Come on, and, man. And when I was up there this year, because the lake's a lot higher, right? That's just how nature works. The lakes get higher. Sometimes they get lower. Why is the lake so high? I was at Singing Sands and there were people complaining, where's the beach? I Googled Singing Sands and there was a big beach. There's no beach there right now. They were complaining. They were just going to the bathroom all over the place. We drove two hours and there's no beach. Respect nature. Learn the rules before you travel. That's all. That applies to country people too. When you're going anywhere, other country, other city, just know the rules. I love subcultures because when you have something slightly in common with someone else, it's a great conversation starter. So my son comes home from work yesterday. He's fixed up this Volkswagen Westphalia camper van. Old style camper van. Yeah, so everywhere he goes, he's got people coming up to him. He stopped at the gas station yesterday and he had some, some guy coming up with him, you know, telling him how he could fill it up for three bucks with some kind of like oil, gas, whatever mixture. Yeah, him. don't listen to that guy. He's high. <laughs> Carried on this conversation with this really interesting guy. And then he said there was also a girl that came up and said, Hey, nice van. And then he looks over and she had a van. I'm also homeless. Let's get together. <laughs> yeah.
When you have that one thing in common with somebody, when you see a bald person, do you give a nod and smile? It's true. It's yeah. true. If I'm waiting in line with somebody and we're just trying to pass the time making small talk, nice haircut hey. is usually my line. What razors do you use? Yeah. If I'm holding a guitar, I always get the guitar. <laughs> what razor? I've never used the what razors do you use line, <laughs> but I'm going to use that. How now. do you get your head so shiny? That's nice and smooth, man. Some of the most interesting people I've ever met have been as a result of just having one little thing in common. You start talking, carries on into some lasting friendships. Well, we can all go to the SDI clinic all the time. Ah, good one. So if I see someone with a paper boy hat, hey, nice paper boy hat. Nice hat. Yeah. <laughs> and the other person's like, does your friend make fun of you too? Like, yes, I work yeah. with him. <laughs> and then, of course, if you're carrying a guitar, as I was saying, uh, you get the guitar people coming up. But uh, but I don't know a lot about guitars. It's play Wonderwall. Works. And I can play Wonderwall. People were parent shaming these parents that named their kids Tia Marie and Jack Daniel. Now, Jack Daniel, that's a whiskey. Tia Marie is a dark liquor made from coffee beans. <laughs> two liquor names. Originally, this mom posted pictures of these two kids in their school uniforms, basically saying, these uniforms cost $500 each. So then, of course, people just pick up on the names and start shaming on Facebook. And you, Terrible. Apparently, the parents are claiming, we didn't even realize they were alcohol-related names, B. Yes. That's what they're saying. They said they named their son after Jack Daniels, the Canadian running coach, not the liquor. That is such <laughs> a lie. They <laughs> Googled famous Jack Daniels, and that was the first option aside from the liquor guy that came up. Nope, they don't even drink. They are liars. They, don't, they honestly are completely innocent here. And their daughter, who's 12, Tia Marie, that was just a, a waitress they had in Spain that they really liked and thought she was cute and like, let's name our daughter after her or something. That is some nonsense. That yeah. is not a coincidence. Yeah. Although well, you, you know somebody. I do. I have a friend. Their last name is Adams and they named their son Samuel. Samuel Adams, like the Sam, beer. Sam Adams. And I asked, like, didn't, didn't you know that that was like beer brand at the time? And they, and they, they claimed that they, they didn't realize that. At Matthew, the, please meet our son, Sam Adams. Yeah. Our second son, Alexander Keith. And our young daughter, Moosehead. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you don't realize till after. Your wife's family takes a long time to say goodbye. We were going to leave at 7, so we had to start the goodbyes around 6. This is how long it takes. The initial, well, I think we're going to head out soon, start with goodbyes. Maybe you'll get a couple hugs in at that point. Then you say the goodbye in the kitchen. Then everyone moves to the living room and you do goodbyes there. Then there's the standing in the doorway goodbye. Then the in-laws follow us to the car. The engine's running and you're still talking. And there's a goodbye there as well. It just goes on and on and on. You said your family doesn't have an issue with this. No. I got to go. Hugs and bye. Two minutes done. Done. Yeah. Okay. And I tried to multitask once where I gathered all the family together and I said, hey, we're giving you hugs in our hearts. We got to go. The hug hearts it frowned upon. They're like that husband of yours and his heart <laughs> hug. I'm happy to just walk out the door and middle finger as I'm leaving. Huge news. The town of Zurich celebrating today. The Zurich Arena has been approved for a new ice resurfacer. Little things like that when you live in a small town. I remember how exciting that is. I grew up in the small town of Wingham. And when we finally got a Tim Hortons, huge deal. Honey, honey, the Tim Hortons is open. And everyone has to go 
the first day. And then everybody, because it's a small town, yeah. complains about how backed up it was. So long. Double, double was lukewarm. By and the then they take to Facebook and complain about the new business. They're so understaffed. And then the new business is out of business. Uh, can you believe they went out of business? <laughs> I thought they like, liked us. Well, you guys didn't shut up. You just complained about it. You hugged it to death. Got to give people time. This gives me hope for the future. One day, maybe Bayfield will have a nice surface. I don't think I've been this excited since Ethel got a stop sign. There was a truck that spilled a massive pile of pig guts all over. Just a mess. Pig parts everywhere. Had to close the highway. Probably going to make dog food. I don't know. Something like that. It's going to Arby's. Probably Arby's. It was going to Arby's. That's my guess. Find an alternate route or an alternate snout in this case, I guess. Shame Shame on you. I've heard of a fork in the road, but pork in the road. (laughs) You got any more? No, I don't. (laughs) Did you set up that bit for those two jokes? No, it was in because they were good. In, they were good. It was interesting to me. Okay, because every week there's some kind of truck spill. Last week it was the money spill. Remember, there's a money spill. People were just like parking their cars and grabbing all the Brinks truck money. And this week it's pig guts. Pig guts. Because who doesn't love Taco Bell? Mm. Kids home for summer. They eat the food so fast. I just went shopping four days ago and heard the old. There's nothing to eat. We have perfectly good food at home. But you don't have food at home, but you can't admit that. What's wrong with white crackers and chickpeas? You could do something with that cluster of raisins and that one pickle that's left in the jar. Kids, we're having pickle for dinner. (laughs) We're having pickles, Dad? No, No, pickle. Put some cheese on that wilted celery. Call it a meal. Combine those three 96% empty cereal boxes. Create a new cereal. You're trying to make it all sound glamorous to use up the food in the house. See, we were joking at first, but that cereal thing, it kind of got me on board, right? Sounds good. Cereal casserole. There's, There's lots you can do with that leftover food. Single dad, Jeff, 56 year old, hadn't been having very much luck in the dating game. So finally got a big date. He turned to his teenage daughter for advice. Dad should do that. Yeah, if there's anybody who knows what a woman wants, it's a hormonal teenager. That's right. And of course, his teenage daughter uploaded all the outfits they were trying on. So took pictures of dad, uploaded it to Twitter, saying, life with single dad, asking for advice on the outfits. Sadly, Jeff was stood up. So then, of course, teenage daughter did what they always do. Went back to Twitter. Went back to social media. To tell everyone that dad got stood up. Women are coming out of the woodwork now saying, I want to date your dad. He's a handsome guy. You made him look nice in those shirts. That's cute. Isn't that cute? He's got dates all over the place now. You should go on Tinder. Like, honey, should I swipe right on her? (laughs) But I can sort of relate to this. Not with the dating thing, but with... My daughter, she'll post stuff of me, embarrassing stuff. Like what? I went swimming, for example, up at the cottage. It was so cold and just my reaction to getting in the water. (laughs) She posted a photo and you're like, it's usually bigger. Seriously. The water was cold. And I'm like, total farmer's tan. Not really the, the, the body that I would want. On social media, to be, Fair enough. to be honest. Fair enough. She dad. didn't She didn't Photoshop it enough. She didn't Photoshop abs on me or anything. It was just dad bod getting out of the water. I'm like, don't put that stuff on Instagram. I don't need that. It happens. Are you saying there's a shirtless photo of you on Instagram? No. No, there isn't. Put your phone down. As Fatty reaches for his phone. <laughs> so get your teenage daughter to help you get a date. Farmers are soiling their underwear for science. Explain. 
You plant underwear in a field to test soil quality. A wide study, a whole bunch of fields, a whole bunch of different plots to see how good the crops are. And if it's good soil, the all-cotton underwear will break down pretty quick. No, it's got to be cotton underwear. Yeah, because it's got lots of bacteria, fungi, earthworms, and microorganisms in the soil. If you dig up the underwear and it's still in one piece, bad soil. You can just slip it right on. I should have put this together because when I plant my petunias, I always bury them with a pair of Hanes. Yeah, and I have a nice ficus I buried with some silk panties as well. And if you want to beat the heat today, bury your underwear in the ground for about five minutes. Take them out, put them back on. Soil's nice and cool. The fish flies showed up during a Little League softball game. Ref had to call the game because the kids in the outfield couldn't see the ref. Were they inhaling too many flies? Yeah, and couldn't see the ball. And the ref was covered with hundreds of fish flies. He said, hey, I don't get paid enough to do this. <laughs> we're calling the game. Where were you driving in Huron County and you said you, it was literally like you were blinded? You didn't believe me. I said you need to have like weather reports for when the fish flies hatch. If you happen to be on the road during that, I think they only live three hours. So they, they live, they mate, they do all kinds of things in that three hours and then they're gone. But if you happen to be on the road when this happens, which it happened to me last month, I couldn't see a thing. That's tough. Well, I'm glad it happened a little while ago instead of happening next week because next Thursday, the 25th, is going to be the Stanley Cup parade in Seaforth and Godrich. Right. So it's nice we got that out of the way, but maybe it would have been good if it happened next Wednesday. You and I have a performance review with our bosses on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, if they had to cancel. <laughs> Wednesday next week, they're like, we got to cancel your performance review. There's too many flies. fish flies. The fish flies. Sorry, guys. Performance review canceled due to fish flies. And also ne- next weekend's Bannister Park opening. So hopefully we don't have a fish fly infestation there. With those big lights. I hope not. Could yeah. you imagine that's the new problem? We fi- we fixed all the rain flooding issues. We fixed the lights. <laughs> oh, now there's a fish fly issue. <laughs> be a bummer. I'm sure it'll be fine. Oh, I like shopping on the Facebook marketplace. You always seem to find what you're looking for. If you need something, you just type it in. And chances are there's someone in our local area selling it. It's great. This is the sketchiest thing, though, I've ever come across on the Facebook marketplace. There was a curb alert. You know when people do that? Hey, I got a bunch of free stuff on the curb. Scarlet's Cabaret. Strip club. They're switching up their couches. Free to a good home. Leather couches? No. Uh, like cloth couches. Ooh, Sketchiest you, thing I've ever seen. You can't wipe those down. No. I, no. No, no amount of Lysol is getting rid of the, the stains in that thing. That's gross. They even put a warning on it. Might be unknown bodily fluids. Oh, that, that is something I will not buy used, a couch. Unless it's leather. I got my couch from a garage sale for $10. That being said, remember the one I got on the curb? Someone's cat peed on it? <laughs> I just wiped off the cat pee. Got a leather couch. You said the guy's girlfriend was really kind of particular about a couch that had a cat pee. Yeah, he it. wanted to keep it, but she said, no, I'm never sitting on that couch again because the cat peed on it. And I'm like, well, I'll take it. Clean off the cat pee. It's good as new. You've lived here longer than me. Mm-hmm. There, I heard there used to be a strip club in Huron County. In Venastra, I think. Oh, yeah. It's never like, it's never like been. A- called Tops. Tops. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What happened to the furniture in that place? I don't want to know. It's probably sitting in Huron East Town Hall right now. It's sitting in downtown Seaforth. <laughs> <laughs> when you're waiting for the mayor to start his speech at the town council meeting, you're sitting on the Tops couch. Well, I found something more disgusting. You offered me your mattress yesterday. I did. Yeah. 
I did. Your double. My old double. I just got a king. I just upgraded to a king size. So yeah, it's way too much bed. King size are awesome. I could have a soccer match on that bed. (laughs) Play snooker. There's a lot of things I could do. Field hockey. This has happened over the years where people just grab something off of Google Images. For example, the Prime Minister's family was featured on a resort sign down in the States somewhere. He's never been kayaking down there. Yeah. But the picture of him canoeing with his family. And like people pointed out to the resort, like, you know, that's the Prime Minister of Canada. That's the leader of Canada. Oh, we didn't realize. There's this man who found his own amputated leg on a cigarette package. He's an amputee, he had a photo online, and a cigarette company use that photo to indicate that cigarettes can cause clots. You might lose your leg. And this guy's like, hey, that's my leg on the cigarette package. It was actually his son that discovered it. Can you imagine picking up some cigarettes and, hey, that's my dad's leg. That looks like dad. Or lack of leg, Yeah, I guess you could say. <laughs> leg or lack thereof. And he didn't even lose it as a result of smoking. He lost it as a result of a gunshot. Oh, yeah. That's tough, man. It's real dark. And he tried to take the cigarette company to court, but he didn't have a leg to stand on. (laughs) Is that joke in poor taste? Oh, sort of. We tried to come up with a better one, but we were stumped. Oh. (laughs) Used to have a customer was missing an arm. And he had such a great sense of humor about it. Where it was awkward to laugh, he'd always like, hey, can you give me a hand? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, do I laugh? People have a sense of humor. People go through rough things. You don't have to laugh. I'll pat myself on the back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No five-finger discount for me. I'll stop. I think you should stop. The way Matt's looking at me, he's like, dude, stop it. People are fixing things now with ramen noodles. (laughs) You know, like the college food, those little packs of noodles? I know it very well. It's like the new duct tape or something. You were telling me you saw a video of fixing their sink. Ceramic or porcelain sinks. A corner had broken off, and they literally fashioned a new corner out of ramen noodle. Put a tiny bit of hot water on it so it expands slightly, and they sanded it down and painted it. It looked like the sink had never been broken. You would think it wouldn't last, but a, a bunch of guys are doing this in PEI, filling the potholes there. Mix the ramen noodles with water glue, cook them into the pothole there, let it settle, spray paint it black. They said it looks as good as new. I've been to the store, and when it's on sale, you can get the store brand ramen noodles for 29 cents a package. Yeah. This is a cheap alternative for filling the potholes in Huron County. Well, and I got a bunch in my driveway. I might try this. Yeah, you can (laughs) resurface your driveway. (laughs) You can help fix the church in Carlo that's broken down there. It's like, why are the dogs licking my driveway? We're on a budget, sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) The dogs can lick all they want. seeing an increase in dogs with marijuana toxicity. The vets are realizing that what's happening is a lot of campgrounds, a lot of trails, and these dogs are getting off leash and finding human feces that contain marijuana. Humans were smoking the pot. I don't know if we should tell humans this, but you can get a second high if you eat the excrement <laughs> of humans. You just started a new YouTube challenge. <laughs> oh dear. So they're finding these pot laced piles of poop all over the place and then the dogs are getting sick. Isn't that bizarre? This could happen here. It could happen at Point Farms Provincial Park just up the way. Yeah. Some campers there smoking some legal marijuana, and then the dog gets a hold of the business. So just make sure you go to the bathroom. Don't give your dog marijuana-laced poop. Yeah. Give your dog Timbit or beer-laced poop. Or for goodness sake, clean up your poop. You clean up your dog's poo. Yeah. You can't clean up your own? Get one of those plastic bags, turn it inside out with your hand. It's just that simple. Seriously. Same way you do it with your dogs. 
So there's a first time for everything, and sometimes it's a little awkward. Like the woman who stepped onto the luggage conveyor belt with her luggage because she thought that's how you boarded the plane. So if you've never taken a plane before, <laughs> when you check in, you put your luggage on this little belt and it goes behind the clerk into this dark space. That's where the luggage people will eventually get it. Stepped onto the thing yeah, and rolled into, she almost rolled into the dark space before staff stopped her. And she, she stepped on it and then she fell backwards and people are like, what is she doing? And she's like, I just didn't know. I thought that's how you get on the plane. Understand what this feels like because I had never taken a subway up until when I went to visit my daughter in Montreal. Just never needed to use a subway before. You grew up in Belgrave area most of your life in Huron County. It just never came up. I didn't need to take the subway. So I've always had this awkward thing about doing it. And I was, we were so embarrassing to my daughter because I'm like, oh, is this where I get the tickets? And well, how do I step through the doors? And what do I hang on to? Like things that a 44-year-old would normally know about. I didn't know about, so I feel like people were laughing at me. The francophone bus driver. <laughs> you silly anglophone. And I was telling you, I, I've never taken a cab before either. Just never yeah, had, you've never been inside a cab. I've never needed to. And I'm hesitant. They've had cabs since like the 20s. I know it. But if I were in the city and needed to take a cab, I would feel really insecure taking one because I don't know how it works. Okay, here's how you use a cab. Step one, you get in the cab. <laughs> Yeah, no, that yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. And then you pay them when you, they... You tell the cab driver where you want to go. He presses a button on a little meter and you see the dollar value quickly rise. Okay. It's easy, buddy. There you go. You step in a yellow vehicle and you tell them where you want to go. <laughs> There's nothing to it. You know I what? Know. I've been telling you I wanted to... You've never been to Costco either. I know. I need to take you to the city. I'll take you to a Costco. We'll take a cab there. And then we'll take the bus back. I'm such a country boy. I've never been in a cab and I've never been to a Costco. <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> the Costco is the most egregious one. You need to get out more, Matt. My new favorite word, meth gators. Meth gators. <laughs> Coined by Tennessee police, they actually were warning people after a suspect was trying to flush his meth down the toilet actually successfully did, saying, please don't flush your meth down the toilet. We might get meth gators. Gators sneak into the sewer system. They could eat the meth, meth gators. Ducks, geese, and other fowl also frequently are on the treatment ponds. Shudder to think what hyped up fowl would be like as well. We worry about this along the Lake Huron shoreline as well because a lot of these pollutants get into the Lake Huron shoreline and there's worry, Huron, it could contaminate the ducks, for example. And that's all we need is meth-contaminated ducks. What would that look like? Probably like a Canada goose. A goose is just a methed out duck. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.